Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Centurion Leadership Battalion podcast, your source of accountability, inspiration, and motivation to become your best and reach your fullest potential every day. Our motto, it's simple, to use our determination to crush our everyday leadership tasks so that we dominate in our delivery of services and products to our clients and achieve victory and personal growth, profitability, and creating environments for those around us to prosper. Let's get this show started. Welcome back to the Centurion Leadership Battalion. This is your host, Elena. We have Justin on with us today, and we're excited to bring you a different type of episode. Today, we're going to be doing a core value exploration episode where we explore a little deeper into our core value of the month. Really excited to dive into this, but first I'll let Justin say hello to everyone. Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing today? Thank you everyone for listening in. I see that people are sharing it and we're getting more and more uh, downloads and uh, likes. Yesterday was a pretty awesome day. Um, I think Elena probably hasn't looked at it yet, but Um, Thank you guys for all the support and the continued um, downloading and new listeners and recommending it and continuing to listen and giving all the episodes a chance. Obviously, uh, we appreciate it. So we spend a lot of time doing this. So seeing that our effort is not fruitless is, uh, is appreciated for sure. Thank you. Yeah, I was downloading the reports just this week and it was super inspiring and encouraging to see all of the downloads and just to see where everyone's listening in from. I think that's awesome. Um, I'm really excited to see this continue. The listeners continue to increase, the downloads continue to increase, and I'm excited for what we're doing here and for all of the growing that we're going to be doing. Um, so let's dive into today's episode to give you some more valuable content. So today's core value exploration question, why is it important to lead with honesty and authenticity? Awesome. Um, do you want to take the first stab at it, Elena? Sure. I have recorded some solo episodes today. So my voice and my mind are both primed and ready to go. Um, we've talked a lot about, honesty and authenticity and vulnerability this month, because our core value three for the month is be humble and honest, authentic and vulnerable. And we share a lot about this core value specifically, because I think it really is the base layer of leadership in general. I think in every episode, we talk about vulnerability or connection or honesty. And I don't think you can really lead without honesty or without authenticity, because then people do not know who they're following. They don't identify with you as a leader or even as a person in general. If you think about how you could have a friendship or a relationship with someone that was not honest or not their authentic self, it wouldn't work. And I think it's the same for having a leader or a mentor or a boss, you know, or even a team of people who are not your superior in your business. Uh, I think everyone needs to lead with honesty and authenticity first and to be vulnerable, uh, that leads to true connection. And I think that's why this core value is one of my absolute favorites. So I'll let you give your two cents in. Yeah, I agree. I think, um, and I, and to Paul, just be vulnerable and authentic and honest in this scenario is that I have a tendency just as who I am or, or from the way I was brought up 
to exaggerate things sometimes, especially when I'm telling a story to make it funnier or to emphasize a point, I will go a little more extreme in, in the example. And I have to be very clear and I have to admit to my exaggeration and my honesty because it can seem inauthentic. And that's just me personally. Like I, I, I do that. I try to use my words very impactfully. And sometimes I stretch, but I have to make the point that I'm stretching it for the, the, to make the story funnier or that to make a point or emphasize it um, so people feel it, but obviously they get the point to learn the lesson, not necessarily that it was that extreme. You know, so sometimes you have to be careful in the way that we do things or how we unintentionally manipulate things because it is important and it can, um, it can cause a problem. And so when we do that, you know, we just have to be very clear and it. it's very, we have to be very intentional with our thoughts and, and how we present ourselves. And if we were dishonest in any way or unauthentic, like I said, if that's the right word, um, I'm not very good at my own language, obviously, but it's, um, but I think it has, you know, if you really stem down to it, like how, do we communicate? How um, do we display ourselves? Do, do our words match our actions and vice versa, our actions match our word? I mean, that's part of that vulnerability and authenticity and honesty. And, and, and in this core value, I feel like there's a lot of trust that has to be built and you're building trust with everyone. But that takes like really a lot of intent and in, in being very precise in your character building or learning your lessons and admitting your wrongs um, in your character building. And so as a leader in particular, so I think that that is one of the focal points of this core value is this is a real character building step and how we live by it now, whenever or not is very, um, is very important how with the standard we live by this core value echoes through our family it echoes through our workplace it echoes through our friends or the people we choose to hang out with are we hanging out with the right people are are they authentic and and vulnerable and um and do they um and do they live by the same morals and ethics that we are are we being honest with ourselves i mean are we hanging out with people because they stroke our ego or we hang out with people because they're doing the right thing. You know, I think in a world that's so worried about doing the right thing for the environment or being equitable or having equal rights, I think we really have to ask in that, are we choosing people that believe the same things we do? Are we being honest and authentic and vulnerable with ourselves and the people around us? And so that's part of this step too. It's also not only the way we build our character, but it's also our self-reflection and our self-assessment. And so it's huge. And there's a lot of layers stacked in here, or like Shrek said, it's more like an onion because um, there's so many layers, but it is that authenticity, vulnerability, honesty, humility, it's all layers and we peel off layers of ourselves, gaining all those things or becoming more comfortable in those things. 
particularly in authenticity and honesty, because the two are very tied hand in hand. And if you're being unauthentic or dishonest, like for some reason, you just need to be, you need to figure out how to be honest. And unfortunately, I mean, we talk about this a lot and I think it's a buzzword now in psychology or in, in culture, at least in America is the, you know, our, how many of us are dishonest with ourselves or not even look at ourselves, but yet judge the whole world, you know? And so that would be this core value. And, and I think if you're in certain programs or you're in certain step programs, I think there's a lot of self-assessment and self-reflection or you're in um, mentoring groups, there may be self-reflection and stuff like that. But I don't think as a whole, particularly in the leaders in our world, that we are authentic in our assessment of ourselves and, and how we display ourselves to everyone or our vulnerabilities or our struggles. Like we try to model that perfection and that we have all of our shit together and we're better than the Joneses. But all we've really done is created consumerism on a whole new level. You know, and good, bad, or indifferent, what are we really competing on here? What we have are our ability to live our true selves, which is this core value. Like you want to be comfortable, you want to be happy, you want to have passion and romance in your life and the greatest love you've ever had and magic in the bedroom in every way possible. It starts with these, this core value, really. And you, if you want to connect with humans, why not connect your true self with their true self? Hopefully, if you surround yourself with the right influences, people and whatever, but not everyone in being equitable deserves a chance because not everyone sees or wants to grow like you do. So, of course, not every friend is going to make it or every family member is going to be part of your growth. It's just while it may seem equitable that everyone should and that you should give everyone an equal opportunity, the reality is, is it depends what you want in life and how much time, which is the real equation here, how much time are you going to give to what that's going to matter for the longevity of your life and your family legacy and financial independence and so on and so forth and the growth of humans or procreation as we've discussed and making the next generation better than this generation. So we're so worried about what we can get right now. We've lost sight of what it means to survive. So I think that that's part of the honest conversation. What is it that we're really instilling? What are we really passing on when we, when we die? What is it that we want our life to look like when we're dying and we're going to be like, oh, I wish I would have done that. Those are part of the honest conversations as a leader. And not only that, how can you help other people not feel like they waste their life on their deathbed? Because for some reason as humans, we don't ever, we run away from that part of death and we don't get close to the humans during that stage and we put them in long-term care homes. But as a company, I've been in a lot of long-term care homes because we do a lot of food for them, including during COVID. You know, while everyone else is pointing fingers or making judgments, we're actually in the front lines doing it. 
but when you talk to all of them, they wish they would have done more with their life. They wish they would have had more impact in their life. They wish they would have spent more time with their family in their life. Again, it doesn't necessarily mean more minutes. It just means more often. So it's like we don't ever look at that data. We look at the data. How do we get rich quick? What's the next trend? What are we marketing? But we never look at the true and honest and authentic and vulnerability that happens in the end and how we cannot feel that way from generation to generation. You know, so part of leading, I think, is ultimately helping people not feel that way at the end of their life, that they had a purpose. And if you're authentic and vulnerable and honest with yourself and gain humility, you will find your purpose amongst all of it too. At least that's my belief. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't think so, obviously, but, um, and I would say by history, those have risen up are those whose names are really written in the history and those who really have had influence over people that are not just in a book that actually have had long-term goodness for humans and legacies that have amounted to better life for humans and maybe even the animals and plants around us. That's the type of impact I'm talking about. Because when you're honest with yourself, you're also honest with the fears and you help other people be honest with their fears and how to get over them to uncap your potential. And it's pretty deep and I'm really deep in this, the weeds on this one and the philosophy, I get it. And I probably losing a lot of people but it's really just a decision. And the habit of that decision builds character. And the more you build your own character, the more you model character building and a foundation for your family. And the more you do it in your family and practice in your family, the better you get at doing it at your work or at your business or as an entrepreneur in the business that you build but it has to be something common throughout your life if you want it to be one of your leadership core values. And it's funny because everyone's like, oh, these are the core values that work and blah, blah, blah. No, like they really are. Do you have these core values that go through your life that will help you survive in business, that will help you survive in life, that will help you survive as a parent, that'll help you survive in afterlife if you believe in that, you know, And we can get into all that and what our purpose is or what our religious purposes are. But I think in general, all of them are about being true, honest, and good humans to the world in some way, shape, or form. At least that's the ideal. Maybe not always. Maybe there's some of the ones I can't account for that have human sacrifice or animal sacrifice or whatever that I'm not equating for properly. I can make that argument for sure. But what I'm trying to say is what is it, what's the impact been of these humans? Has what they've been trying to do manipulated or um, 
adulterated in some way that makes it not what the intent was. I mean, how do we twist things for our own benefit as humans? That's not honesty, you know? So are we being honest with our government and the people that lead in our countries? Are we being honest with our friends and the people next to us? What are we actually modeling for the world? Are we being honest with our kids from the day they're born? Um, what are we modeling there? I think is surprising. And I think if a lot of um, parents self-reflect, we use lies or white lies to make the excuse that, oh, they're not ready to talk about it or I shouldn't talk about it, they're too young or whatever. But I'm like, what is the long-term value of not telling them or lying to them? And then you wonder why they're lying to you about doing their homework. So, I mean, it's kind of an interesting cycle we do. You know, and I think kids are meant to teach us and be a mirror and help us be honest with ourselves about maybe the things that we do that we've taught them or that we've unintentionally passed down um, or a family problem that we need to correct or work as a family to correct. I just think it'd probably be better that we work on it before we have kids, but sometimes we don't see it until we have them. And I don't even have kids that are my own blood. And I can tell you, the mirror reflects constantly. They pick up things, you model it, they look up to you, you have a lot of power as a parent. What are you going to do with that influence? So what are your thoughts, Elena? I agree. I think honesty goes a lot deeper than just individual honesty. You were sharing about the government, et cetera, these different examples. And I think that is really important. And I think, you know, overall vulnerability and authenticity as well are very important. Um, I think it's, you know, these three things come together really nicely. I don't think they can be used interchangeably, but I think that they do go hand in hand with one another. Um, do you want to share anything about vulnerability specifically? I know that you have a leadership style where you choose to, you know, have vulnerability with your team and with those that you lead. So I don't know if you want to share anything about that. Um, I heard a saying the other day, um, and I think it was just someone off the cuff, one of the employees, but you know, they, they talk about courage and the courage to do what we're doing in Milledgeville and being courageous means being king of the jungle. And we often associate that with lions and stuff like that. So I got all the tying of it together, but vulnerability comes from courage and courage comes from gaining a lot of experience and exposure and education in the world. Um, at least for me, that's where it came from. And, um, and I believe that other people, that's where it comes from as well, at least as a starting off point. But courage um, to be vulnerable in my style, it came from a lot of self-reflection and a lot of self-assessment and a lot of spending time with, with professionals or going to, to groups and working through family issues and being able to admit them or things that bad that have happened to me, like we talk about in core when back in um, episode number 12. And so 
being vulnerable just means that no matter what, like I'm really okay. And I don't, and I don't mean to leverage it. Like there's a point for a conversation and there's a point of vulnerability to attach someone that is there. And I generally don't offer vulnerability openly. It comes from a question being asked or the need to teach a lesson um, as a coach or a mentor to the employees, team members, as we call them. I say employees on here just so I'm clear with what I'm saying, but team members, as we call them in FSP, um, better with big, in fact, grown strong, primal rock. And so the, the point being is, um, I am a vulnerable leader, but I, it took a long time to get there. I had to get comfortable in my own skin first. And that took a long time. And even to this day, I'm not always comfortable in my own skin, but I know if I navigate on fact and honesty that I'm gonna be okay. And regardless of what someone says or does, I know that if I stick to my character, my core values in that way, I'm gonna be okay because I have that on my side. And, um, and believe me, vulnerability has bit me in the butt a lot over the last 12 years since I started more and more going into vulnerability as a leader. And people use it against you, people throw your kids under the bus, your dogs, your whatever. And believe me, when you're trying to make a, a difference or, or do what we're doing in Milledgeville and build a community and you're very direct and trying to do things as a business person and also with the employees, you, have, you can upset a lot of people. And a lot of people will attack you, especially if you've been vulnerable, especially if they feel that they have a leg up on you now because you were vulnerable with them and they weren't. So that comes with this core value. It comes with the truth, which is what we all fear that if we're vulnerable, it's going, we're going to get hurt or someone's going to use it against us or someone's going to talk badly about us behind our back. Like, so regardless if we're vulnerable or not, people do that. And so it's embracing that it's going to happen regardless. You're just increasing the number of people that probably know about it. But by you doing it in a vulnerable way, you own it. You own the communication of it. You wear it, whether it's a lesson or, or a core value or something you grew from, you wear it now versus it being gossip. And gossip can take you down but vulnerability, when used properly or to help people, people see that and they know that you're a good human and you care, but you can't leverage vulnerability. It has to be really authentic, which is why it's attached together. And authenticity is also part of honesty. And authenticity is being my true self, but honesty is also being honest with other people and helping them be their true, authentic, and vulnerable selves. So, I mean, a lot there and then the humility is all the lessons you learn trying to do all that shit for lack of a better term because you screw up you know as a leader you're going to make mistakes and sometimes it's unfair and it's not equal but people get hurt or you make a mistake and someone gets fired that you should have done a better job with or you didn't learn or didn't know though then what you know now and so 
they're set as well. Um, so vulnerability, God, it just starts with, I guess the first step, if I were to be honest with anyone is just start admitting your mistakes and taking responsibility and just understand that people are going to try to take advantage of that as well. I think too, you were sharing how, even if you're vulnerable or not, people are going to talk about you, judge you, whatnot. And I think that reminds me a lot of the quote, you know, people are going to talk about you, whether you're doing what you are passionate about or whether you're not. So you might as well just do what you want with your life. There's a quote that's much more put together than what I just, the way I just said it, but that's the gist of it is basically, you know, people are going to judge and, and talk about you no matter what. So you might as well live your life for yourself and for your own goals and whatnot. And that just really reminded me of that. And I think that that's, that's really important to remind people of, um, just to be comfortable with yourself. And we have so many episodes talking about, you know, being comfortable, going after your dreams because it's your life and, you know, no one else can really come along and, and do it for you. So I think that that, that was really helpful for people to hear. Uh, yeah. And I think that's the last part of this. I mean, I, I think that no matter what job you do in life, no matter where you are right now, if you have honest goals about where you want to be in your potential and don't and really are honest about what your peer groups are providing you or your coworkers and how that may hinder your growth, you will see that no matter whether you're flipping hamburgers or cleaning bathrooms or, or whatever job you think that is awful, you can work your way out of those. And it takes long-term discipline, but it also takes long-term honest humility, vulnerability, and authenticity with yourself and with the people you work with and, and your bosses. And all of those are team leaders. So you call them here. And so it's, how do you do that? You know, how do you use this core value to uplift your life and uplift your children's life? Because if they see you work hard and get upward mobility, then it's believable to them that they might be stand a chance to achieve it as well. So, and having that belief system from a young age makes it a lot easier than trying to build it when you're 20, 30, 40, 50 years old. So it's really like we have so much power as humans that we do not realize. And I think um, we don't understand free will in the Judeo-Christian term properly. Yes, there's God's will and free will. But if we really looked at free will, it's the impact we have on the decisions that we make. And God's will only need to take care of the things that we shouldn't take care of on our own. If that's what you believe. And so in that belief system, we have a lot of power here to make a huge difference. Even to truly walk in the light of God or be a reflection of God in the Judeo-Christian term, if that's what we believe or whatever gods we believe in. We have the chance to walk like them here as demigods. We have hands. We can pet animals. We live above the other species. We have great power. We can, we can treat each other better with our energy and with who we are. But that means we've got to be authentic about that we can't just sit around and wait and stuff's not just going to come to us. We have to go work for it and we have to go prove it and we have to go earn it. 
all of us, we have to go earn the right to exist and continue on as a species. It isn't going to be given to us. And there's not going to be any miracle because we have the ability of our own will to make a difference. What are we waiting for? You know, those are honest conversations. Like, again, on a greater scale, we can take it all the way through our home. But if it's the ethos of who we are as a core value or a moral and ethics, we're having these honest conversations. What am I doing every day that makes a difference in the world or betters the planet or helps a farmer or helps a family? Really? Or a school or an education or another human betters their day? What is it that we do? So I appreciate it. Um, and I appreciate all the work, Elena, and getting all this stuff together. And I appreciate all the listeners. Um, I hope that really hammers home this core value as we close off uh, March. Right? Are we? Yeah, St. Yeah. Patty's Day almost. So, um, and so I just think that if people have questions or whatever, um, please ask them and we will address them or we can ask them in other ways or revisit them next year during this core value again. But I think that um, if we just start really being honest about what are we being honest about? Um, what do we really know? What do we not really know? Are we lying when we say we use credibility that we really don't have? Are we being honest in our interviews and in our resumes and in the way we present ourselves and our accomplishments? Awesome. I don't know question you guys have to ask yourselves as the audience but thank you elena yes thank you for sharing thank you all for listening we couldn't do this without our supporters and listeners please leave us a rating and a review yes they are two different things a rating is just the number of stars that you leave for us on whatever app you choose or platform to play our episodes and a review is where you actually have to take a few seconds when you're not driving please and type a title and a short description of why you enjoy our content or a podcast our podcast and we greatly appreciate uh, both of those so thank you for your time and hope you guys all have a great day Bye.